Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Stu does America. There's only one candidate to vote for in 2024. Anyone but Biden. Anyone but Biden 2024 merch line is now available at stewdoesmerch.com. Use the code Stu10 to save 10%. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, like the video right now. Just do it before I say something that pisses you off. Because later you may want to abandon that like. Sarah Gonzalez is here to respond to a hit piece on her from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It's going to be fun. Bud Light continues to flounder in the wake of its horrible marketing decisions. But we start by doing the Biden extortion machine. This story is blowing up. And in a way that is actually making a difference, maybe? Is it possible? Is there a reason why this is happening? Let's go through the latest. Uh, Hunter Biden is being deposed tomorrow um, on with all this stuff. Now, remember, this is to do with his deal. So he can be asked questions under oath, and hopefully he will be asked those questions under oath. And maybe that's why we're seeing all this uh, info come out now, including these WhatsApp messages. Now, the WhatsApp messages we've talked about earlier this week, and I believe late last week, where Hunter Biden is saying, yeah, my dad's right here, and uh, he's very mad at you, and he's going to hold a grudge against you. Uh, we're, we're sitting here talking about it right now, and you're in big trouble, China. And China winds up going through a long process of payments that we're, we're going to go through here in a second. Um, now, Hunter Biden was saying his dad was sitting right there, and they were waiting for this payment to come in. There was always a question uh, as to whether that was real. Right. Hunter Biden is a crack addict. So maybe he was just lying. Right. Maybe he was saying he, he was using his dad, uh, his dad's name for influence. But his dad wasn't actually involved in that. Nobody in the press had really bothered to figure that out or push Biden on that at all. And now uh, President Biden is denying he was present during the alleged Hunter Biden 2017 WhatsApp message. So the idea is. Uh, Biden wasn't there. He was uh, he wasn't uh, present when that was going on. He wasn't actually uh, sitting over Hunter's shoulder waiting for this payment to come in or he was going to hold a grudge against the Chinese. Now, that means, of course, that means that Hunter was lying to his Chinese business partners. But that's totally believable. Right. In theory, it's very possible that Hunter Biden was lying. What is important here is there needs to be another step taken. We need to get Joe Biden on the record here as to what has gone on, because the entire time Joe Biden has been saying Hunter did nothing wrong. Hunter was not using the Biden name for influence. Hunter wasn't doing any of those things. And we really need to get Joe Biden on record if he's going to stick to this line, which I personally believe is totally BS that he wasn't involved in any of this. But if he's going to, he needs to admit that, hey, I've been telling you for a long time Hunter wasn't doing this. Evidence now shows he was. I wasn't involved in it, but Hunter was using the family name, and that's wrong. And I can't trust him anymore because he's been lying to me this whole time. I don't know what he's been doing. Apparently, this was much worse than even I realized. Now, you're not going to believe that line. I'm not going to believe that line, probably. But it's important to lock him into that line of questioning as this advances so that later on when we find more evidence, 
there, he's on record already lying. Um, I believe that's where this comes out, but who knows? Maybe he's telling the truth. Now, the New York Times has been looking into this as well, as you might expect. And, uh, you know, you think, okay, they're going to come out and justify, they're going to say, oh, well, this is these whistleblowers, or how can you possibly believe them? We don't know anything about this. We don't know if anything they were saying was true. The Daily Wire caught this, though. This is, uh, they bury the lead that confirms that Hunter Biden probe whistleblower claims. This is in paragraph 20 of their story about this. They say a similar request to prosecutors in the Central District of California, which includes Los Angeles, was also rejected. Mr. Shapley testified. The report added uh, in the 21st paragraph, a second former IRS official who has not been identified told House Republicans the same story. That episode was confirmed independently to the New York Times by a person with knowledge of the situation. This is another part of this now being confirmed, not just by the whistleblower, not just by another separate whistleblower, but now independently by the New York Times. Now, they stuck it in paragraph 21, but you you start to get this idea that, wait a minute, is the media starting to actually follow the story? After all their denials, after all their attempts to get people banned on social media for even posting about the laptop, uh, all of this has gone on and it was all real. But now here we are, and the media might actually be getting involved in this, and that would be a huge change and an important one for reasons we'll talk about here in a second. There's a new Hunter Biden WhatsApp message showing him demanding $10 million from Chinese energy ventures and bragging that his family is the best at appeasing the company's now missing billionaire chairman. Um, he, this is actually what goes on in this message. Uh, Hunter says, uh, we're all saying the same thing. Please let's uh, put this to bed tonight. Um, and so we can get to work. I am tired of this Kevin, which is actually the message for the Chi- the Chinese individual who has a nickname Kevin. His name is like, you know, a, uh, a, a, a Chinese name um, <laughs> that has the word dong in it. Um, but he uses the word Kevin. He says, I can make five million in salary to any law firm in America. If you think this is about money, it's not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Please, let's not quibble over peanuts. Dong responds, do you want me to talk to Zhang or do you want to have a call together? Uh, now, all of this goes down. You know, you think about the old WhatsApp message where he's saying, my dad's right here, you need to send this payment. Almost immediately, $100,000 is transferred to Hunter Biden's company. We have, we have the bank records, here they are. And you see this right here, $100,000 transferred right to uh, the Biden company. Now, what's interesting about that is weeks later, I think it was 10 days later, uh, about uh, $5 million was transferred to Biden-related companies. Of that, $1 million was then taken and then transferred to uh, Jim Biden, the uncle of Hunter and the brother of Joe. One of the things to understand here is this is not a Hunter problem. This is not a Joe Biden problem even. This is a Hunter, this is a Biden family problem. This is a family extortion scheme that has been running for years and years and years and years. Now you need someone like Hunter Biden to do this stuff. You can't have respectable people doing the types of stuff that, uh, doing the types of things that Hunter Biden has been up to. You need someone who's willing to break laws. You need someone who's willing to go down roads that no one else will. You know, this is uh, this is Kendall from uh, from Succession. You need the person who's on drugs and maybe a little uh, reckless and maybe doesn't mind crossing lines. 
You need someone who can do that, who can then help launder the money to the more respectable members of the family. Hunter Biden serves an incredibly important purchase, uh, purpose in this particular enterprise, and it is significant. Um, we're talking millions of dollars here at stake. Comer has also revealed the Biden family members receiving payments from the Chinese energy company. As I, as I mentioned, this is $1.065 million over a three-month period to different bank accounts. And once again, this goes to uh, a, a family associate of the Bidens, um, $3 million were wired to Rob Walker's company. The next day, the company wired $1.065 to a company associated with James Gillar, uh, another Biden family associate. Afterwards, the Biden family received approximately $1.065 million in payments over a three-month period in different bank accounts. This happens over and over and over again, and you wonder why, if you're doing legitimate business, you need to do it this way. I mean, do you know anybody who does it this way? Do you know anyone at all who takes all these payments through all these weird shell companies? Like, I don't know. I get paid for my employer. That's how I get it. How do you get it? Do you get yours from your, you get a check from your employer? Is it any more complicated than that? Even if you have investments that, you know, I, I have some investments that, are, that, that aren't just super traditional, I guess. But you know where those payments come from? They come and they, they get reported on taxes. And I don't know, it's kind of boring. Like, I don't have any overseas accounts. I don't have any crazy, you know, uh, shell companies to make things happen. You, that's not how people operate. Even if you're trying to walk the line of the law, these things just don't show up in, in regular people's finances, especially someone like Hunter Biden, who, you know, is not uh, some high-level investor. This guy has no experience in any of these fields. It's blatantly an influence play. Now, it's really, really important to find out what may have happened policy-wise that was a payback here. Look, I don't know. How many times have you paid someone $5 million and gotten nothing for it? That happened to you a lot? $5,000, $500. Have you ever paid anyone $500 and got nothing for it? Maybe once or twice in your life. I don't know, a family member you're giving a loan to that they don't pay back? I don't know. But it's pretty freaking rare, isn't it? And yet this happens over and over and over and over again. And we're supposed to believe nothing else happened. Nothing else, no value was, was exchanged. I want to know what was exchanged. Now, this happened, many of these messages happened in between when uh, Joe Biden was vice president and when he started running for president. But the question is, you know, what did he know? What did he promise? And where el what else are we going to find? We're getting these messages from, uh, from WhatsApp really at a strange time. You know, tomorrow's the day that Hunter's going to go in there and supposedly get himself cleared for all of these crimes. We need to know this stuff right now, and questions need to be asked of Hunter Biden right now. Oddly enough, the media is starting to do some of this. I'm as shocked as you are, but I want to make sure you understand this is actually occurring. Let me show you two full minutes of uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre trying to answer questions about Hunter Biden and trying to deflect them. Now, we know she does a terrible job here because she does a terrible job in anything, everything she's ever done in her entire life except building a wardrobe, which is incredible. She's got more outfits than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think there's ever been a repeat. I mean, call me out on that. I don't think there's ever been one. But uh, here she is trying to answer questions from the media. This is from the mainstream media. This isn't a bunch of conservatives in the room. This is the mainstream media asking Corinne Jean-Pierre about this stuff. Kirby wouldn't answer James's question, though. Are you going to answer the question? Not a reasonable question to ask when the President of the United States was involved, as this message seems to suggest, 
in some sort of a coercive conversation for business dealings by a son, is that something, if he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us. So that. here's the thing, I, and I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House Council uh, has answered this question already, has dealt with this, has uh, uh, made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of what my colleagues have shared, uh, and so I would refer you to him and the, D and the DOJ. Just not going to comment from here. I will, all, what I can tell you is I know that my colleague has dealt with this. He, he uh, addressed this at the White House Council. I just don't have anything else to share. I just, I just answered the question. I just answered the question. Yes or no, was the president involved in the shakedown attempt? Stephen, Stephen, I just answered the question. I just said, I just, this is, it's not up to you how I answer the question. I just answer the question by telling you my colleagues at the White House Council has dealt with this, and I would refer you to them. Go ahead. Can you just remind us what your colleague said from the White House Council so we have it? I would, I, would, I would refer you to them and they will share their statement with all of you. My question is about your anything? statements from that podium. You've stated that the president stands by his comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son. And you stood at that podium yeah. and you reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? I, what I will say is nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And I will leave it there. Anything else, I will refer you to the White House Counsel. This is not a change? I just answered the question. You asked, you just asked me, do, does my statement change? I just told you nothing has changed. That's answering the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stephen, I'm calling on your colleague right now. Go ahead. Thank you. To, to follow up on my colleague, is there anything that you can say with regard to this text message and what the president's son was alleging? Was the president there or not? I would refer you to my colleagues at the White House Council. They have addressed this, and I refer you to them. Now, of course, they haven't addressed this, and of course, she asking her about these statements that she made did not need to refer to anyone else. She she made the statements. Of course, we also know that you know Joe. By we know that Hunter was at Joe's house this day. Uh, we know he was driving her his Corvette that day. Um, you know, we don't know for sure that Biden, uh, Joe Biden, was in the room with Hunter when all this went down, but still. That's not something, uh, you know, he's denying that. That we now know. We finally have him on record denying that he was involved in this. We'll see how long that one holds up because, of course, they'll just back off later on. Now, the, the point where, where Corinne Jean-Pierre is trying to say that my statement hasn't changed about, about this, we now know for a fact that Joe Biden has talked to Hunter Biden about his business interests. This is, there's no question about this whatsoever. This has been debunked months and months and months ago, and yet there's still no change. This is because Corinne Jean-Pierre is a paid liar. That's, that's why she's doing that. She gets paid to lie to you. She gets paid by you to lie to you, even though her job is not to serve the president. Her job is to serve you. That role is not a campaign role. It's not a job that's supposed to be designed to come out and come up with any answer you can possibly come up with to defend your president. It's supposed to be a job that informs the American people about what's going on in the White House. That is not what this job is. And she doesn't even do the crappy description of this job well. That's just Corinne Jean-Pierre being terrible. But uh, an embarrassing, embarrassing moment, but not an embarrassing moment for the media. I mean, even after she yelled at a bunch of reporters, you saw reporter after reporter saying, I'm going to build off of what he just asked because you're not answering this question. They came after her. Is this just a one day thing? 
Is this something that they're going to come and then and then you know see what happens and they can check the box? We ask tough questions to Corinne Jean Pierre and never follow up. That's very very possible. But I will also refer you to CBS News. This is last night talking about and actually bringing the IRS whistleblower blower on the show on the news to ask him detailed questions about this case. Watch. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. The back taxes were paid off. And last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the attorney general or the U.S. attorney are saying today. Now you could leave it there. Right. You could leave it there. You could say, OK, well, uh, Merrick Garland, uh, he said he didn't do it, so we should be fine. But they kept going and they showed the evidence that Shapley has provided that that entire line is seemingly a lie. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. Huh. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that even before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them? We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them? That's correct. It is important to point out that at that point in Shapley's investigation, Donald Trump was still president and his attorney general, William Barr, had rules in place that may have limited what Shapley could pursue. The U.S. attorney's office in Delaware had no comment. As for Hunter Biden, his attorneys did not respond to us, but he said before in a statement that he is taking responsibility for mistakes he made during a period of turmoil right. in his life. There you go. That's Jim Axelrod uh, over at CBS. And, and again, you get some qualifiers in there that I don't particularly like, but it's still uh, an important part of this. The, the media, mainstream media, at some point may make a decision where they say, you know what, this might be a big deal. And the reason why they might make that is not because they actually care about journalism. Maybe some of them do, but it doesn't seem like that's usually the motivation behind it. The reason here is that they may be looking at this and saying, wait a minute, Biden might be so hurt by this that he might lose. At some point, this investigation becomes real when enough people in the mainstream media start fearing a loss by President Biden. If they believe he will lose, it may be still time to be able to investigate this stuff 
and pressure him to leave so they can get some other, you know, utopian dream of the Democratic Party, someone like Gavin Newsom to run. I don't think that's the most likely outcome, but it is possible. If, if it becomes a situation where the American people start rising up and saying, wait a minute, this is crazy, and his approval rating drops, you know, let's say low 30s, high 20s, you may get a situation where this guy actually winds up getting tossed by the Democratic Party, who, of course, if they want to, can easily uh, manipulate the rules to force him out. All of this comes down to whether the mainstream media is going to do their job. I don't care what their motivation is. I do want someone to be held responsible for this. There's a lot still to come on this story, but this extortion machine that the Bidens have built is something that is actually coming under a microscope. And if that continues to happen, maybe there is some hope for our country going forward, a country that holds even the most powerful responsible for their actions. A lot of times you have these things that are in your life that you need, um, but you don't put too much thought into. You know, a, a great uh, pair of socks, a great belt, uh, you know, a, a great wallet. These are things you don't, you know, maybe you consider every once in a while when you're purchasing one, but you don't put a lot of thought into it. But why not improve those things? Why not make those things better than what you have today? And doing it with a company that actually cares about this country, that doesn't despise this country and doesn't despise you, is really important. Grip6 is a great company that does this. They are a company in Utah. They sell all around uh, the world, but also um, make all of their products right here in America. They're kind of doing the reverse of what everyone else is doing. And they have these great belts. They have these great wallets. They have these great socks. You're going to love their products, and it's going to make you feel good buying from them because they actually love this country, and they're employing people right here in America to help put all this stuff together. Grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew and save 15%. It's grip, the number six, dot com slash stew. Grip6.com slash stew. The code is stew to save 15% off at grip6.com slash stew. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Happy to welcome Sarah Gonzalez back to the program. She, of course, is the wonderful host of the News and Why It Matters right here on Blaze TV. She's also the executive director of Defend Our Kids Texas. And Sarah, that's the one, that's the Sarah Gonzalez I want to talk to today. Not the News and Why It Matters host. No, no. I want the executive director of Save Our, what was it again? Defend Our Kids Defend Our Kids. I knew you were defending something. (laughs) Um, because I was reading a story, and this is really how this happened. Uh, a story came up in my feed, and I'm reading it, and it's, it's, talks, it's called North Texas Mom mm-hmm. Took Kids to a Holiday Drag Show. It turned into a viral nightmare, mm. and I didn't know what it was, and I just started reading it because I think it was actually on, like, Yahoo or something. I, God knows why it was there. Yeah. Um, and uh, it wasn't on the uh, Fort Worth Star-Telegram site, which I would never intentionally visit. I wondered when you started this story. Yeah. I'm like, does does Stu read the Star-Telegram no. every morning? I do not. Go, okay, I'm glad that the confirmation was no. So I'm reading this story, and it's about a mom, mm. a wonderful mom, yes. that took her, her kids to a drag show, as most great moms right. do. Right. You know, of it's course. just the thing that you do on yes. the weekends. 
And I believe she called it a perfect. A perfect drag event. show, like a, a perfect, perfect call. It's a perfect her, drag show. Yeah, her children. And um, and I'm reading this, and I get a few paragraphs down, and I find, of course, I'm learning that a terrible conservative has ruined her life uh, for this decision that had nothing to do with her. Mm -hmm. And then I realized who that evil conservative is, and it is our own Sarah Gonzalez. <laughs> so, me. yes, it was a story about you, a hit piece yeah. on you. Yeah. About And I remember this video coming out. It, it, well, it did go viral, as they claim. A lot of people found it interesting that parents would be bringing their children to a drag show. You showed this. You showed highlights of this particular tour. Um, and now the complaint is not that the mom brought the kid to the drag show. Correct. But the problem is you for exposing this. How did this come down? Did you talk to this reporter? What happened here? Yes. So I knew that it was coming because they did contact me and uh, ask me for comment. And I typically don't respond to these requests for comment yeah. because I'm like, I I don't respond to fake news. Like I like to take a, a Trump approach to, you know, like your fake news. I'm not going to waste my time on you. But this one in particular, um, I, I knew enough in her questions to know that she had spoken to this mom who created an alternate account on Twitter whenever I released the video. And she, you know, oh, I I'm going to sue you for defamation and all this. And I'm like, okay, buddy, I'm sure you will. Um, and so I, I knew who this mom was. Several people in the community had reached out to me and said, we know who this mom is. She's a local activist. She's crazy. Uh, she tried to turn her kids, you know, expose them to this LGBT stuff. She was a teacher. She exposed other people's children to LGBT ideology and also CRT. So I'm like, you know what? I am going to respond to this one and I'm going to, you know, push back and um, make sure that everyone who reads uh, the Star Telegram knows that I'm absolutely not sorry for a thing that I've done. So <laughs> right. I did know that it was coming. But um, it's just it's fascinating to me that they had all of this documentation of this nationwide tour that traveled the country exposing all of these children to this disgusting simulated sex. They were in, you know, like uh, kink gear. I mean, they, they had half naked men dancing on stage provocatively. They had songs like, uh, you know, the good old family favorite screwed off the red nosed reindeer. Okay. Um, so they had, you know, I mean, that's yeah. a perfect family outing you would think. And so they had all of these, these things. In fact, one of the moms who was in that video, the other mom who I interviewed, I asked her about the simulated sex at that show and asked her, but isn't that wrong for your child to see? And her answer wasn't, she didn't see simulated sex in this show. Her answer was, she sees simulated sex at school. Oh, so, oh that's good. Right. Maybe but you should rethink the school maybe, you're sending your like, kids to. Maybe, like, what school does, does, does your child go to? You might want to pull her. But um, so it's fascinating. It's like, well, the other mom just admitted that there was simulated sex in this show. So we know that this is a raunchy tour that's taking place across the country. And the Fort Worth Star-Telegram instead wants to paint this picture of this poor mother. Victimized by you. Who was a victim who, by the way, the entire country didn't know her name until she went to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram <laughs> and told them. Which doesn't make much sense. No. So fascinating. So let me ask you a couple of the specific things yeah. they, they go after you in this particular article. One, they say this particular show that you went to mm -hmm was like basically the most pure event of all right. time. There yeah. was no simulated sex. Mm. There was no, there was nothing. It was, uh, drag show doesn't even, I mean, it was just perfect. It was this wonderful thing, yeah. great for kids. <laughs> was there any of this stuff going on at this exact show? Yes, yes, 
Of course it was. Like I said, it, now look, it's a, it's a nationwide tour. So we went to Austin and we went to Dallas and we had all of this footage from Austin and Dallas that we were, but it was all the same stuff. It was the same tour. There were very nuanced differences yeah. depending on, you know, they, some performers uh, were brought on at some different shows that maybe they lived in the area and they came in and they did a different number, but it was all the same stuff. It was still the simulated sex. It was still talking about, there was one performer that talked about anal at one point. I mean, none of it was appropriate for children. And so their, their uh, quote from her hmm. was, I don't know what show that footage was from, but it wasn't from the one that I went to. Mm -hmm. And they just they just let her say that. And there was no, no proof. Question, there no. was no follow up. Right. There well, was no... actually, there was an accusation that mm -hmm. you edited in uh, footage from another A show. totally different show. Totally different show. Mm -hmm. Now, I remember seeing the video and I, I tell me if I'm wrong. I distinctly remember you saying it was from the tour. Yes. You, you didn't say it was from that particular day. You said it was from the correct. tour. I said, I, you're correct. I said, what I said was um, this show, this tour just had stops, multiple stops in Texas mm -hmm. saying these are, these are the Texas moms, multiple stops in Texas. These are the Texas moms, some of them, who brought their children to this tour. That's what I said. So you, that's completely accurate. Yes. Right. Everything's completely accurate. So, so what are they even claiming here? They're, are they claiming that nothing? I guess their idea is that you took stuff from some really outlandish show right. and made it look like this mom right. saw that when she's saying she didn't. But my question to that is, if, uh, other than the obvious, my question to that is, OK, let's just say that's true for a minute. Would you agree the other show is inappropriate? Right. Exactly. Because I've never heard them admit that before. No. Nope. Would they agree? Do they agree that sexually explicit stuff is not? Well, we saw these parades over the past week where day after day after day, you're getting pe people who are fully naked, who are topless, who are in front of children. And they defend that as if it's normal constantly. Now, in this one case, it's not. I, I'm, 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 I've lost the narrative here, Sarah. Yeah. Well, it's, it, I'm glad that you brought that up because it's something that I frequently ask them is, um, that, oh, that's doctored, right? I mean, right. The, the other video that I had from Plano where the young girl was watching grown men twerk in front of her with the sexually explicit song that was playing, I literally was accused of creating a deep fake. So these people will go to like all certain all sorts of links to try to discredit what is actually happening, which is children are being sexualized at drag shows. And so I asked those people when they say, well, that's not true. That's not it, that didn't really happen. She took her child to one of those amazing, perfect family friendly drag shows that we know exist. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, well, let's just that maybe that's let's pretend like that's true. Wouldn't you agree? that if it was a drag show like this, it would be entirely inappropriate and I never get a response. No. Never get a response. That's fascinating because it, I mean, if we could at least agree on that, mm -hmm. there would be a much more narrow thing we were arguing about, right? right? Like if we could just come to a basic conclusion that you shouldn't sexualize little kids with nudity and sim simulated sex and explicit stuff and all that, at least we could say, okay, well, we still think this is inappropriate and you might not, and at least it wouldn't be that crazy. They won't even admit reality, and this is the problem. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over again, we get into the same debate where we're talking about something that's real, and they're talking about something that's fake. 
And it's impossible to have a discussion. You can't have a civilized discussion with someone who will not admit that white is white and black is black. Right. Exactly right. And then and of course, they are so good at what they do, which is trying to discredit you by, uh, you know, using this language to try to indicate like things like this quote. Right. I have no idea what show that was. That was a totally different show. So I have people who actually think. Like, I just went to, I don't know, some completely different group of drag queens and filmed a completely different show at, a, you know, at a completely different, uh, you know, venue. And that that's what I did. And I spliced yeah. in that totally different tour. Yeah, the feeling here is that you went to an adult drag show, right. took footage and right. made it look like it was at a kid's drag show. Correct. And that is not what happened. No. Nope. Even the footage was from another all ages drag show where they could have gone to yeah, it anyway. They, they, the nationwide tour was all ages, all across the board, all across the nation. It was all ages, uh, all Christmas, the entire season. It was, Christmas. it was, well, I'm saying, it was the same Christmas tour. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so crazy making. Merry I'm like, Christmas, these everybody. are the same performers. Yeah. How are you accusing me of somehow doctoring the footage? It's the same performers that were on the tour. You know, and I had another thought here, Sarah. <laughs> You think they just I, I, changed up their entire tour? I forgot it was a Christmas tour. That's the best part. Uh, you didn't think it was Christmas when I said screwed off the red nose. That's right. You're right. You did point that out earlier. <laughs> I. What's interesting about this is, let's just take this from the reporter's perspective for a second, okay? Reporter, quote okay. unquote reporter. The reporter comes into this and has a mom who's saying I've been victimized, right? And then has you, this evil conservative media personality, True. okay, who's out there saying all these crazy things. I, you know, this is obviously a liberal reporter. The, the, they see you as, as the enemy. And you can almost see how they might think all this is true, right? Like, there's a world in which you could say, she's on the internet, she's lying, she's at the blaze, she's a bad person. Mm -hmm. One way to know is when this tour comes to town, you go and look at it yourself. They, they were not prevented from doing the same work you did. Nope. They could have done all of the same work. They could have done the same reporting. Instead, they did nothing and then are just blindly believing this woman for seemingly no reason at all. I mean, I, like, it just shows that people are just not even attempting to try to tell the story accurately. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, I would say not for no reason at all, but because it pushes the narrative that they want to push. Because you know what else they could have done, Stu? They could have spent, I don't know, five minutes going to this particular, uh, you know, performance company's website to their Instagram mm. and seeing videos from that tour that completely, it's the same people, it's the same costumes, it's the same backgrounds, it's the same props, like... <laughs> it's the same tour. They could have done five minutes of research to go, oh, well, she's making it sound like this was a completely different place, time, like, you know, adults only versus all ages. And that's actually not the case. This was from the same freaking people. There were just subtle differences. Like, oh, here she was dressed in green instead of orange. Oh, no, it was a different show. Like, the, the sexual content was the same. Oh, my gosh. So I'm even asking too much here. All they had to do was go on yes. their social media. It was actually publicly posted. Yes. I, I, this is unbelievable. I'm sorry you had to go through this. I, I really, that. I, I really, I know you're you're doing really important work here and and trying to alert people. And you got to go through this nonsense with the media. This is, I mean, this is your life. You hope you know it for the rest of it. It is. The rest of it is going to be spent with this nonsense. But at least you're doing some good with that, Sarah. So I, I do appreciate it. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez. Uh, be sure to catch her every day on the news and why it matters right here on Blaze TV and follow her great work as the executive director of Defend Our Kids Texas. Sarah, thanks so much for coming on the program and all the hard work you're doing. That I'm glad you're doing it. I don't. I'm not 
doing because <laughs> I, I don't want to go see any drag shows. I'm glad you're the one that has to do that. Well, I take 10 showers afterwards. But you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, sir. <laughs> I'm guessing that uh, next time you have to take a flight somewhere, you're not going to, I don't know, try to build your own airplane and fly it. Some things are better left to the experts. Not everything, as we've noted over the past few years, but sometimes when you're talking about a real estate transaction, pretty important that you get that right. And, you know, it's not just the transaction. It's not just the paperwork, although it's, it's vital. It's also knowing the area, uh, understanding what the market is. What price can you get for a home? What price should you be bidding? Should you, is this a house that's been out there for a little bit? Do you, do you know anything about the person who's, have they just relisted it? Maybe they're willing to take a little bit less. All that stuff is really important to know, and only a really good real estate agent knows the nuances of a market like that. And that's why you gotta go to realestateagentsitrust.com. These people have been screened. They're the best agents in their area. And this is a free service to you, so why not take advantage of it? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you're buying or selling a home wherever you are in the country, it's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Fourth of July, right around the corner. Nothing like sitting back with your family, your friends, at a beach, at a picnic, in a park somewhere, and cracking open a, an ice cold Bud Light. And uh, if you used to do that, you're probably not doing it anymore. In fact, Bud Light's having all sorts of problems. Their sales are still down almost 30% since all this trouble started. And they've come up with a new, unique way. Uh, to make this right for you. Now, they're putting a lot of commercials on the air. They're, they're very non-woke. They apparently have actually fired the two executives responsible for the ad campaign. Finally, they had suspended them initially. Apparently, they're actually fired now, according to reports. But now, they're going to give you some money back. And what might actually happen is um, you're going to have a lot of free beer. Bud Light is offering $15 beer rebates for 4th of July weekend amid this boycott and declining sales. And, and uh, again, I don't, I don't like the idea that it's a boycott. I don't think it's a boycott. I think people are just making decisions individually that they don't want to, I don't want to be associated with, these, with this beer right now. I, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Anyway, Bud Light is trying to bribe people to, to, uh, to buy it anyway. They have 15 packs of Budweiser, Bud Light, Budweiser Select, or Budweiser Select 55. And if you go and you buy that, they're giving you $15 back. Now, the issue here is, in many places in America, a 15-pack of Bud Light is actually less than $15. So they're basically giving away free beer at a good chunk of our country's shores, and people still don't want to buy it. That's uh, quite. Uh, th that's the way it works here. Now, a $15 rebate is not enough to get people to drink Bud Light. It used to be that you know people would want to relax and have a nice cold Bud Light. You know, you, you throw one back. It's you're, you're hanging out with your friends. Why not? Well. Uh, it, it gets associated with the wrong things. And, and what do you do if you're Bud Light? You're in this 
impossible position. You're in between two sides because once you get involved in one of these controversies, now they've been running non-LGBTQ friendly ads. Now they fired these executives and now they're losing the LGBTQ ratings, the ESG ratings they were chasing in the, in the first place. So they've lost the sales and the ESG ratings now. It's not a good p uh, picture for the future of Bud Light. And honestly, they, they deserve it. I just don't know what they can do other than long-term not screwing up again, which honestly, I'm pretty skeptical of. I want you to picture for a moment what it would be like if all of a sudden global medication supply chain of antibiotics uh, just kind of disappeared right before our eyes. Uh, this seems like a terrible like plot of a, a scary movie, but this pretty much happened to us already on so many different items through COVID. And what if this were to happen again? A war breaks out, uh, another pandemic, who knows? If you can't get a hold of antibiotics, these are easily curable diseases and, and, and ailments that no longer are easily curable. Uh, this stuff's all made overseas, and what do you do in case of disaster? Well, the Jace case is here from Jace Medical. It's a great way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses like respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and a lot more. It's a great way to be ready for shortages, and if you're traveling overseas in particular, it's a great thing to bring with you. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to jacemedical.com, enter the code STU at checkout. The promo code is Stu at jasemedical.com. It's the Jace case from Jace Medical. What does it say about the Republican Party that the next guy down is Ron DeSantis, who, who is running the most openly fascist campaign <laughs> I think I've ever seen? And I'm saying that having covered Donald Trump running for president, that's the next guy down. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if you're inside the Santa's war room, you've got to think of a way to get yourself indicted to get up ahead of Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> you know, That's this just funny. goes to my point that this is what the party wants to be. And it's a hard thing for a lot of us who worked in the party to accept that we helped create this model. But we did. And, and this this is very purposeful by the party. It's not something they stumbled into. Their second choice is a guy who is worse than Trump. So, all right, I can't take any more of this. That's uh, by the way, uh, the program of noted homophobe Jay and Joy and Reed, um, and giving you kind of the shtick they give you every single election time, right? Whoever it is now is worse than Trump. Dana, that's how it always is. I mean, if you remember, George W. Bush was a terrorist, right? Then Giuliani started winning the primary, and he was going to be worse than George W. Bush. And then it was McCain who won the primary, and he was going to be worse than George W. Bush. And then it was Romney. Romney's going to be worse than George W. Bush. And then Trump was going to be worse than George W. Bush. And then Trump won. And so now the new standard set. Whoever wins gets the new standard. So now uh, it's Ron DeSantis is going to be worse than Donald Trump. I, I promise you this, if by some miracle of modern science, Asa Hutchinson show, has a poll that comes out that shows him leading the Republican primary, uh, he will be worse than Donald Trump, too. This is just the same approach every single time. It's something they always do, and they make big mistakes doing it. Um, quickly, this headline is, is real for the Democrats. Democrats warn party the threat of Trump winning in 2024 is very real, and that is true. They keep playing this game where they're trying to promote Donald Trump 
and put give him all this attention now and try to do the 2016-2020 playbook where you give them all the attention beforehand, they get in there, and then you're supposedly going to beat them. This didn't work for them against Hillary Clinton. It may very well not work again. And you'd think they would learn their lesson from last time, but they never, ever do. Okay, so here's what happened. You ever have that moment where you're ready for bed and you're ready to go get in under the covers and your head hits the pillow and you're drifting off and all of a sudden you hear that chirp, you know, that beep, beep. It's somewhere in your home. You know that one of your, maybe your fire alarms are going off, your low one batteries, and there's, of course, no way to turn them off. Like, that would be too, too much innovation for these products. No, no, you have to try to walk around your house and try to hear which one it's going off, where it is, get a ladder, climb up it, turn the thing off, put in new batteries, whatever. That stuff happens to me. It drives me freaking nuts. That's kind of what happened to a janitor. He was at uh, RPI, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in Troy, New York, and he... He heard a beeping, and it was annoying him. He was working, he was cleaning uh, overnight, and it kept beeping and beeping and beeping and beeping. So he did the sensible thing. He walked over to it, and he, you know, I don't know, hit a button to make it stop, and, and finally it stopped, and he thought he'd solve the problem. Everybody's happy, right? One little problem. He turned off a research refrigerator that was keeping samples at 112 degrees below Fahrenheit, uh, and... Uh, they lost uh, 25 years of research. Uh, oops. Now, luckily, it was for something dumb with solar panels, so who cares? Uh, but still, suboptimal. Uh, it cost about a million dollars to actually replace this work if they were going to replace it. But hey, the good news is the beeping stopped.